On this episode of the podcast, Carrie and I are taking a look at the stage shows that are available at Walt Disney World, and we're listing our top three favorites. Stay tuned to find out what they are. Hi, I'm Francine, and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I have Carrie here today. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> nice to have you with me today. It's an honor, really. Like it's like it's it's I don't even really get asked anymore if I if I if I if I want to be on the podcast. That's I know horrible. I just I, it's you know why I just say do you do you want to record? <laughs> no, I think it's what are we going to record? Yeah, I know that's usually how it goes, right? But yeah. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here too. I'm just teasing. It's a lot of fun. It's always fun when we when we get together and chat. And, you know, sometimes we have some obscure things that we think about that we want to talk about. And today um, we came up with something a little different. Yeah. So we're going to talk about our top three stage shows. At Walt Disney World. At Walt Disney World. No, Disneyland is not included. No. Disclaimer. It's, it's like it's like the footnote. Sad. Saddest footnote ever. <laughs> so yeah, so we thought we would talk about the stage shows, and there are there are quite a few stage shows. So when we were researching for this, I don't think I realized quite how many there were. Yeah, between, there's a few. There's a few, right? The musicals, the Nemo, the Lion King, Rivers of Light. Yeah, Rivers of Light. Yeah, Rivers of Light is kind of a stage show because yeah. they get out on the stage and they perform. I think if we're calling Fantasmic a stage show, then Rivers of Light is a stage show. stage show. Yeah, I think they're it's both a, stage it's shows. It's a stage. Uh, the water is a stage. That's right. So, yeah, well, <laughs> those can be included. So we came up with three each. Yes. And I, I know we kind of chatted a little bit about them, but I think we have different ones. So, which is kind of interesting. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes we got to be different. Yes. Okay. So why don't you go first with your, of the three, so your number three, because we'll leave like the the, oh. the the good one for the, the last. I wasn't or? prepared for that. Okay. Oh, my you were prepared to start at the top and then, and then go yeah. down? That's what we did last time. And then afterwards I thought maybe you're supposed to save the best for last. Well, that's what I think is, aren't you supposed to save yeah. the best But when for we last? did our, what did we do? Our, when we did our... Top five. Our top when we five. ranked our resorts, we started with our number ones. When we ranked our parks. Yes. Yeah. We, yeah, we started with number one. The North one. America parks. We did right. one. Well, because you know why? I think nobody was going to be shocked by our number ones. True. That's right? true. Of course. The buildup yeah. build for those was really on the number five and six. Where Good were point. they going to land? Right. So, yeah. So we had to build that suspense. So we did do that correctly then. We did do that one correctly. But this one, I feel like, I feel like we could start with, with three and, and work our way to our number one. You yes. think? Okay. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. Yeah, I okay. got it. I'm good with that. You're good with that? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my okay. number three is, um, and I've got, I think my, my three are interesting. 
the Indiana Jones well, you epic could... stunt spectacular. Well, I would hope you would find them interesting because they're, they're on your list of top three. Well, no, but I would think I maybe people might not expect me to do these to, do to this? be my top three. Yeah. Okay. So Indiana Jones stunt spectacular is your yes. number three. And, and it's interesting. Yes. See, exactly. It is interesting. <laughs> well, I, I don't think Indiana I would have Jones. expected that. And I think it's because of nostalgia, because Hollywood Studios, uh, MGM Studios, was always my favorite park until recently. And and I remember... What do you mean until recently? Trip- like, it's got Star Wars land and everything there now. Right. <laughs> It was my. It was always my numero uno, and it and it went. It's down on my rankings now. Right. Anyways, <laughs> I remember um, the, with it being my favorite park. I used to always go to the that show, and and I I loved it, and I love Indiana Jones, and and I think it's sort of forgotten about now. Maybe you know, I think, there's yeah. no princesses or, um, you know, it's not a sing along. So I just wanted to put it on my list to kind of get it out there. Mm. And, and it is it is cool. It's a cool show, but it's a bit long. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I love Indiana Jones, but it's hard to watch <laughs> someone else play him, right? <laughs> it's not the real indie. It's not the real one. <laughs> but it's it's sort of like, you know, it's it's it it's a bit like how the show's like how a show used to be built, right? With yes. the the interaction and and you know it's got a little bit of you know excitement spectacular with like you know explosions or fireworks and f- maybe some flames and a big rolling ball and whatever but that's true. Um, so it is kind of old school too and i like that so it is number, that's my number three and you know if it makes if it makes some of the younger generation go home and watch an indiana jones movie exactly then it's well worth it right yep cool that's a good one. Okay, I'm with you. What's your number three? My number three is the Jedi training at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> so right next door, really. Right next door, we're neighbors. Yeah, we're kind of neighbors there. Um, the Jedi training for me is, I just, I love watching it. I absolutely love watching it. Even if I don't have a family member or a child or whatever in that performance. It just watching their little faces when they feel like they're defeating, you know, the bad guy. And then Yoda's voice comes over the the loudspeaker. (laughs) You know, like I think the first time I saw it, I got choked up when they were all standing there looking up, listening to Yoda. It was it it was incredible to watch. And, you know, they're they're just so cute. They are absolutely adorable. Like, especially when the kids are, like, they've got all the attitude and they're not afraid. And Yeah. 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 So watching them come in. I always laugh about that one when I was little. If I was a little kid and and that would have been me, like, the minute, like, Darth Vader came out. It would be game over. Like I would have been, I would have been done. Like my mom would have had to pick me up, carried me straight to the bus, and we would have had to go back to the resort. Like the whole family would have spent the rest of the day at Hollywood Studios, and I would. And my mom would have been like, "Well, guys, uh, it's we're out. We're out of here." So I often think about that when I see those kids that have you know all that 
you know, attitude yeah. and gusto to go up there and they're not afraid of anything. I thought, oh boy, I think I would never have been that, that little kid. <laughs> that brave that to brave stand up because, them. yeah, because they go right up there and some of them, you can see it in their eyes. They think they're, they're going to defeat them. And it's so, it's just so fantastic to watch because they get right into it and, and the joy on their face. So sometimes we'll go over um, when the show is on and just sit at the back lot express there you know they have some tables out front and we can just sit there and watch and it's it's hilarious and so much fun so that would be my number three it's a good one okay so your number two stage show uh my number two is uh the show that they have at the castle in at magic kingdom so oh, Magic the- Kingdom, your favorite park at Walt Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it was farther down on the list. So I think, is it still, because the last we were there, they were starting the construction on the castle, the re- right. re- making it look like Disneyland, Disneyland castle, I knew you yes. were going to say that. <laughs> well, you know, the, the overhaul, the beautification, I should the say. The beautification of, of the castle. Of the castle to be, to, in, to align much more with the beautification that has happened already <laughs> with the Disneyland castle. Uh, but it's the, the French affair, the Royal French affair. I don't know if that's still the, the show. It's not like I don't go and like sit and wait for it to, and watch it all of the time. But I just think you know, when you're passing by and it's happening or you just happen to be there at the right time and you decide, oh, what the heck, I'll watch it. It's just like, you couldn't ask for a better stage. Like it's in front of that beautiful castle. I know. And, and it's a beautiful and castle. And you know what I find too? Like when I do sit and watch it or, or I catch a bit of it, like I'm singing along and like, I don't even know how I know the song. <laughs> but I think cause it's always like, it's always going on because like they show it multiple times day and you know you hear you hear a glimpse of it here and there and often it's the same show for a number of years i'm i'm usually singing along and I, like i said so I somehow even, you know the words i don't even, don't know, even know how, how. I know the, the words <laughs> but um but yeah i think that's a that's a great show and it's a and for families that have never been yeah it's 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 impressive and it's and it's warm and fuzzy and and disney and and awesome so and it has all a, a whole cast of characters yes yeah lots of characters great music a little bit of ex, you know fireworks usually yeah right so lots of dancing and mm-hmm. singing and yeah it is very it's very entertaining yeah for sure very entertaining so that that's my number two a little bit something a little bit out of the ordinary i know and look at that it's at the magic kingdom in front of that beautiful castle yeah 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 what's your number two so my number two is the frozen sing-along at hollywood studios yeah that's a good one it's absolutely so the i remember the first time like when it first opened and my sister was like oh we gotta go see this and i'm thinking seriously a sing-along you want me to go watch this sing-along it's just you know because i'm not big into musicals and all that kind of stuff so i was thinking oh i really don't want to do this and it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I was howling. I was laughing so hard. Just, you know, it, it's such a feel-good show. And it's entertaining. And the cast are really on point and jovial. And they really go through the whole story. And then you sing it bits. And I, by the end of it, I was singing at the top of my lungs with every, all the kids. Well, with I it. think that's that's what 
makes it a great experience is, and I don't know, I, I probably haven't seen it in a while, but I've been in to watch it a few times and hearing everybody sing. everybody sing like moms dads and kids like everybody's howling and (laughs) singing along (laughs) so that that makes it an amazing experience too and the air conditioning well the air conditioning is fantastic too but the because that's where they used to have the american idol experience right and so it's a big it's a fairly big auditorium and when you get all those people in there and they're all laughing and laughter is so contagious as well so you know, just having all of that kind of energy around you. And then by the end of the show, you all want to stand, like you just all want to sing and everybody's singing and it's fun. And, and it's okay that, you know, you're being a big kid. And I mean, it is everywhere in in Walt Disney world, but this is just, it's like, you just start singing at the top of your lungs. It's so much fun. It is. And I think a lot of people, um, like they don't think that it's going to be the the greatest because they think I don't like whether they they know that that there's other characters in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that some people they don't realize they make assumptions about it, and and once you sit there and listen to it and laugh and belly laugh and laugh some more, and then in the end it turns into a wonderful, you know, Anna and Elsa yeah. uh, <laughs> song, spectacular. <laughs> it's uh it's awesome it is it really is that's such a it's such a feel-good sort of show to go and see mm-hmm. and like i think everybody there. i think everybody likes it too right like i think it's kind of what i was saying before about how people might feel about it in advance like i would think that you know people would be like oh my goodness i hate frozen like i'm so sick and tired of that music and the songs and whatever yes. but because it's so funny uh, yeah, I can't see how you'd leave and be like, oh, that was a, you know, a waste of time. Like you think that people <laughs> would go, almost everybody would, would come out laughing. Yes. And I have, I have taken friends there that I, I wasn't too sure that they were going to enjoy it because, you know, no kids, just us and on an adult trip or whatever. And I wasn't really sure or sold that they were going to enjoy it. And they did. And they sang. Much to my surprise. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably almost impossible not to sing because everybody, whether you like to admit it or not, like everybody knows the songs. We all know the song. (laughs) Even if you've seen the movie once and you have no children anywhere near you, you know all of the songs. That's so true. It's so true. So yes, that that would be my number two. So then now we're down to... This is your your top one. Our numero unos. Your un, oh, numero unos. Yep. So my number one is the Festival of the Lion King. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's What's, another interesting one. I don't know. I don't know why, uh, but it is. I I I can't even count how many times I've I've seen it, and I like the Lion King, and I like the music. And I like the dancing and the jumping and the tumbling. And I like how the Simba pumpet big thingy does his groovy shaking his head and sings along. I don't know. I just like it. Really? I love it. Yep. More so than Nemo. Oh, yeah. Nemo, Nemo is way too long for me. The theater is way too cold and it's way too long for me. Whereas with the, the Lion King, it's like up and, you know, dancing and, you know kitchen grooving keeps you awake i haven't seen it in years and 
I'm trying to think. So do you st- you stand up and sit, sing in it and everything? The Festival of the Lion King? Yeah. No, they, well, they get the little kids. Uh, they do a little bit of dancing and, and stuff in the beginning when they're warming everybody up. But it's right. a fairly short show. And and they're, they've got, like, the aerial acrobats and they've got the tumblers. And, the, like, it's just really fast moving. and mm. Yeah. And I think there, but there must be, there, there must be a part where you sing. And I think I know this, be, well, you kind of stand up and sway with the crowd or, or whatever that is. Um, I have a friend who I work with, well, I did work with, and he's, I don't know how you'd describe him without sounding horrible, but he's not exactly Mr. Fun and Games with his kids, right? He, you know, the jovial laughter you don't normally see so we always used to tease him about being so stoic and him and his wife and the two kids went to to disney and his wife was texting me the whole time they were there about you know how much she was loving it and how much fun she had and all sorts of stuff and then one day she sent me a video of my friend uh at the lion king the festival of the lion king singing and dancing (laughs) in the aisle (laughs) that's awesome so even you know the most stoic of people can be become so jovial when they get to and then he actually when he came back he was talking to some other people that are mutual friends and they were like so dave what did you think and he's like oh my gosh i loved it but don't tell fran i'll never live it down (laughs) (laughs) that's cool yeah. I think it's a perfect show. Like it, it's I may have music. to give it another shot. Yeah, for sure. We should we should watch it next time. Well, see, this is another thing to like, add to our list of things to do together when we go. Like that's a show if I'm traveling there with people that have never been, like I would always bring them to that. Like if I've if I've toured 20 family members around Walt Disney World, they've all seen Festival of the Lion King. I can't say that they've seen Beauty and the Beast live on stage or Finding or the, the Finding Nemo musical. I can't say that they've seen any of those, but they definitely, everybody, like if they go to Animal Kingdom, they go see Festival. They have to go see that. If I'm their tour guide, for sure. <laughs> all right, I'll add it back to my list. It's been years, so I probably need to go. What's your number one? Well, I think my number one has to be Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. So, yeah. Actually, come to think of it, all three of mine are at Hollywood Studios. That's interesting. It is interesting. Not I, at your, not at nothing at Magic Kingdom. I know. Isn't that weird? I because bet you're I don't wishing think... you thought of the Friendship Fair now. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I sing along to that, but I don't know that I necessarily stop. Um, when we're walking by if it's if it's on sometimes we stop sometimes we don't but yeah I I mean I like it but it's definitely not not high on my list phantasmic I love I love the story of it and I love all of the little clips and how it all comes together Um, I probably have a little nostalgia because my mom loved phantasmic and I remember one of the, the last times that we were there together, she was in her wheelchair and it was kind of drizzly, but they hadn't called it off yet. So we went up, we were there probably an hour and a half before the show and she was, you know, parked her in her wheelchair. She had her poncho on and everything. And I was, I kept saying like, mom, we got to go. I don't think it's going to be going, coming on because we're, I think we we're going home the next day or two. And she's like, I'm not leaving until I see my show. Like I'm not leaving. So we sat there for an hour and a half in the drizzle. And you know when it's really drizzly and cold and gross? 
Uh, but sure enough, right before showtime, it stopped raining. They cleared the stage and she got to see her show. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, maybe there's a little nostalgia there, but it's just, it's so much fun. And the, you know, seeing Mickey at the end and the Steamboat Willie and all, like all of those references that come together. It's pretty impressive the way they do it on that mountain. And I know what you're thinking and I know where <laughs> you don't have to say anything. I I'm know not saying anything. I'm behaving. You're behaving. But the one is okay. So Fantasmic at Disneyland is pretty spectacular. It's superior, but it's, it's, a, it's a, I will say because it's so different because you're so close. So one of the things that I always tell people for me, when I go to see Fantasmic, I like to sit at the back. Like I like to sit high up. I don't, I don't want to be down at the front near the water or anything like that. But at Disneyland, you don't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. You have to be right next to it. So it is definitely a different experience when you're that, that close to the show. But the, you know, the, the mountain stage and everything at Walt Disney World is, is awesome. Like, again, you, like you said, you sit from, you sit farther back and you can see how grandiose it is and you can see how spectacular everything. it is and, there's it's really not, there's not a bad spot in that theater no. to sit. You can sit wherever and it's a good, it's a good show. Yeah. And I like, you get hot chocolate, you get there early and you get hot chocolate. And they have Maybe popcorn. You, like you they have the guys, yeah. And you can just sit and chill out and chat and wait for it to, yeah. to start. And it's always amazing to me how quickly they clear that theater afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. There's how, a lot of people in there. Yeah. And yet, within 15, 20 minutes, they're all gone. It's incredible. Yeah. So that, that would definitely be my, my number one. I like that, too. Now, are there any that you think, like, I don't think I really do a lot of stage shows. Really. I mean, when I think about it, the Jedi training, um, the Frozen sing-along and Fantasmic, those, like, when we talked about rating our top three, I can't think that there's many more that I even go to see. And yeah, I know same here. I, I honestly don't even go to see Indiana Jones really anymore because we're usually, we usually have a full day planned. And I think that's, it's a pretty, it's a fairly lengthy show, Indiana yeah. Jones. I like, um, I like going to the bird show at, at Animal Kingdom. It was, it was used to be called, what was it called before? Wonders oh, of Life. Wonders or, of uh, no. And now it's some. What was Wonders it of Flight. Wonders of Flight. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there life. was wonder in there. I just couldn't remember the rest of it. <laughs> wonders of Flight. Wonders that, of Life was at Epcot, I think, <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and uh, I haven't seen it since it's been the up. Uh, oh, you that. haven't. But the 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 old show, I'd never ever ever had seen it and I had a friend that would say oh it's just so much fun it's so much fun and when I was there with my sister um you know we were like I was talking about how you know I really should try to do something different at every park every time I go and and we saw that trip and she said see you did something different this this time (laughs) at this park and I thought it was so much fun like I love how they have all the little rodents trained and the birds and whatever and it and I it was one of those shows where I wish I would have saw it years ago. And yeah. It's not that long and, you know, it's, it's easy it was easy to get into, right? Because back with the old show, you could just kind of zip in. And, and once I had saw it the first time, I had, I had saw it a few times after. It was, again, if I could fit it into our itinerary, if I was there with, you know, touring people around, then I would, I would 
squeeze that one in for sure. Like those would be the two that I would squeeze in the Lion King and and that one because as long as you're not yeah. afraid of birds. My niece afraid of birds. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bring her to that. Yeah. So Becky is definitely afraid of birds. So I had never seen it until um, was it last year when I went on that social media thing for Hollywood Studios 30th. One of the things that they took us to was the up show. So I finally got to see this this bird show, and it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's neat. I was I was really you know, and there were so many people that I was there with, and they were all like, "Oh, this is a really great show." And I'm thinking, oh, I was embarrassed to say I'd never seen it, but um, so now I have. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool, but I'd ne- I'd never get Becky there. Never. Well, and I think that like there's probably first there's probably shows at other parks that have that are similar to that. Yes. Right. Like, um, and maybe for some people, they would be like, well, I've seen that at whatever park, but I'd never, like, I hadn't frequented any other parks, <laughs> you know, home or in Florida. So I'd never seen anything like that before. So right. maybe I was like extra impressed because I, I've, I'd never seen anything like that, but. Well, yeah. now that it's the up characters, like you're not going to find Russell and Mr. Fredrickson anywhere else. So yeah, it's definitely different. But yeah, never in a month of Sundays would I get Becky into that that <laughs> thing. She would, oh, no, 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 no. She, you know, the bird part. You know when you do the the walking part at Animal Kingdom, and you get to the like the bird sanctuary. She runs. Th- my my <laughs> sister doesn't run for nothing, right? <laughs> if you see her running, somebody's chasing her. But in that park, <laughs> when we get to that bird part, she just starts bolting it. It's quite it's quite comical, but. <laughs> yeah, she's afraid she's afraid of birds badly. Now, is there any shows that shows of of that's not there anymore that were at one of the parks that you loved? Oh. That might be on your list, but can't be on your list because it's not there anymore. Well, if I mean there's one stage show that that really was everything to me in my childhood that I just absolutely loved, but it was, it was really only there for, I guess it opened in 82 and closed in 94 and it was called the kitchen cabaret at Epcot. And so it's up on the second floor, you know, in the land pavilion. Mm -hmm. And they had that little, that little theater back there before you get to the garden grill. And it was a whole stage show about your kitchen and vegetables and fruits. And it was hosted by this audio animatronic called Bonnie Appetit. And (laughs) they had singing like milk and and fruits and vegetables. It was... It was fabulous. It was it, everything to, to to young Franny. Oh, it was. And it's funny because, you know, I, I, fruits and vegetables were never big on my diet, but I loved the, the singing fruits and vegetables. And it was all about, you know, vitamins and how good they were for you. And, you know, as with everything at Disney, there was a lesson in it about how to eat healthy. And it was just, it had such a good little catchy tune. In fact, now that they do Epcot Forever that you know the the new nighttime show that's Mm -hmm. sort of it's fantastic i don't know why it's only there temporary because they're building a new a whole big brand new one right but for now the one that's there epcot forever they go back and they kind of include snippets from epcot's history and part of the history that they include is the song from kitchen cabaret so i i will admit my first time seeing epcot forever i got a little choked up when they got to the 
veggie veggie fruit fruit <laughs> so. i guess it was sort of like it's so it, it's sort of like they're kind of puppets or anima audio animatronics right like right sort of like do you remember with um with like Sesame Street when like they opened up the fridge and like the bread talked. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it was like. <laughs> and it was such, a, it was all about cooking in the kitchen and making sure you had your vitamins and it was all the great stuff. And the, I think the milk was like a Frank Sinatra kind of singer. Like he would come out with the big mic. And <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was good for everybody. And you know, always had like a little bit of a lesson because, you know, it's Disney. But um, I do yeah. miss it. I miss that a lot. Sometimes I'll go on YouTube and, and just watch it. I think I'm um, going to go watch it after this. <laughs> you might have to. Now, is there any that you miss from the parks that used to be there that isn't like an honorable mention? Well, I think the only one that I would say that I miss if there's because like, I don't know that there's really that many that are no longer there like from my time of going from when I started to go to Walt Disney World but um mine would be the studio backlot tour oh at, at MGM uh, Hollywood Studios because again I fell <laughs> well, in love that with that stage part. show though I guess well because I'm on gonna stage. call it a stage show Why because, it's call, because oh because then when you go back yeah there is parts I guess that are on stage if yeah. hey if Kitchen Cabaret with with talking, <laughs> there was a stage there was with, a stage. <laughs> well, there's a stage in that too, because there's the stage when they do the the show at the front with the yeah. Oh, that's they get true. Involved, yeah. and then the catastrophe canyon. I'm going to say that's a stage too. That's a sound stage. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so yeah, I think that if if your um, audio am, animatronic uh, <laughs> fruits and veggies is a stage show, then the backlot tour is a stage show. What did you love the most about the backlot tour? I think I loved everything. I loved, I loved that you got on the little tram. I loved the Catastrophe Canyon. I, I loved, loved that tram went by the Golden Girls house. Yes, I, I loved thought that, that was too. the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and I think that it it changed a little bit as time went on, right? They took stuff away from yeah from the from the tour, but but I like that. I love that park so much, and that's what I loved about it. Just all that backstage stuff and the. The Catastrophe Canyon was pretty intense. When you think about it, when you think back to what it was, you were sitting in a tram that went into a canyon and all of a sudden there were explosions. And, <laughs> and if I remember correctly, then, you, then they had you calling for water. And before you knew it, there was this massive <laughs> avalanche of water coming at you. Yeah, to put out the flames. It, it, like, how on earth did they manage to get that? When you think back to when that was, when they designed it, it was pretty advanced. Yeah, it was, it's cool. So, But it was a long tour. It was a long tour slash stage show. Stage show. <laughs> so that it could stay on the list. <laughs> but it was well, about it was, 30 minutes, right? 30 or 40 minutes. It was pretty, yeah, I think so. Because it was in four, maybe three or four different sections, I think. Mm -hmm. But it was impressive. Yeah. And, and that's kind of how MGM started. It was more about how they make the movies. Yes. And, and that, yeah. that's why you loved it. Well, and I think, yeah, my age and the gener like my generation, everything was still like making movies like the old-fashioned way too. So it was like yeah. we got to see a little bit of, of how things were made or how we, they told us things were made. Kind of like the backstage view of how a movie's put together. Yeah. So, 
or TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. All right, so we'll give you that one. Thank you. Otherwise, I got nothing because <laughs> I don't think that there's anything that's that I that is not there anymore. Yeah, I'm trying. You know, I was trying to think. I mean, there's always been different shows in front of the castle mm-hmm. and, and things like that. But I have to be honest, the stage shows I just don't really stop much for. Or, um, and I think that's more than likely a product of how often we go. So yeah. if I was talking to someone now, if there's someone listening that's planning their first, second, or third trip, I would absolutely recommend that they go see Nemo and The Lion King and, you know, that they do all of them, Indiana Jones and the Jedi training. I would want them to, to try and fit in as much as they could mm-hmm. because everybody needs to see them all at least once. But I don't think you can fit them all in. So that's the only other problem, Right. There's so much to do at Walt Disney World that you can't do it all in right. one trip. And I think, yeah, you just have to pick if you're at Hollywood Studios and you've, you love Beauty and the Beast, then that's the one you you're going to go. That's the one you go to. So, yeah. Yeah. Because there's just too much to get done in a week. You yeah. can't see it all. And I think after a while, people, if, you, if you've been twice or you go, you know, you're going on your third family trip, you've, you get your, you start to get your favorites. Yes. And you yeah. might go to Beauty and the Beast every time and never <laughs> see something else because you, you get favorites. So. Exactly. But I will say where I love the stage shows, which is kind of funny, is on Disney Cruise Line. Mm. Because those stage yeah. shows are phenomenal. They're Broadway caliber, but they're short. <laughs> You know, I don't have a lot of patience to sit through like a long, long, long Broadway show or anything, but the ones on the cruise are maybe 30 minutes. Yeah, they're not very long. They're not very long. So I think that's why I like them. They kind of get to it. They get to the story. They get through it and then. And then they're great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I do like those. Me too. But with those ones too, once you've been like, I can't say that I watch them very often when I go on cruise is now well, is it i know isn't that funny so we used to go see them all the time and then i was kind of like okay i can't so this cruise we did together in january we didn't go to a stage show did we i don't, I don't think we did i don't think we did either because like, we've I, seen all of them a few times yeah and i think depends on because the ships have different shows so it would depend on the ship if the ship had if there was a favorite that i really really liked and i would go see it right again or or if there's something new yeah, so if they come then out I with a new show, mm-hmm. I would want to see it. But this one, we were on The Dream, and we've both been on The Dream numerous times. Mm-hmm. So we'd seen the shows a few times each. We didn't yeah, but, but I would tell someone that's never been on the cruise before to go to every single one and not miss every single one. in the theater. 100% agree. Mm-hmm. I w- absolutely, you should see it at least once. Mm-hmm. I probably, like, I probably, like, Maybe for the first three cruises I went on, I probably watched every single Me too. Every single show and then I'm like, meh. <laughs> Me too, because they were the same shows. Now we now we like to watch the movies. So it's more when you when you're going on the ship you're excited about what movies are gonna be in the theater because all of the theater right. the the movies that are in the theaters at home are the ones that are on the ship. So I get excited to get caught up on my on your movie watching. If I've, if I've missed some. <laughs> That's another good point. 
Yeah, see, we we probably should do an episode on Disney Cruise Line and all the activities there. We never even thought of that. Well, that's a good one. That's another. Yeah, see how we got into that topic. But you're right. I forgot about the movies, too. And then there's the comedy show. There's just too much. There's just too much. So, yeah, well, let's do let's do a Disney Cruise Line one. Okay. <laughs> see, you're right. I don't even ask you anymore. <laughs> I just assume. But everybody loves hearing from you, Carrie. I hope so. Because <laughs> they really don't have a choice. <laughs> well, it's always fun to chat with you, Carrie. What's been your... I, I'm always afraid. I'm thinking, oh, does she have pixie dust today? Carrie, have you got pixie dust today? Well, I'm going to tell you, pixie dust is is kind of hard <laughs> when you're not going too far and you're not seeing too many people i know during this uh, pandemic it's very difficult to come up with it pixie is dust. difficult to come up with pixie dust i think i'm gonna do some online shopping before the next podcast recording so that i can talk <laughs> about how, how i love something that i bought or whatever i don't know well your um, coffee maker was really a good one the other day oh my goodness i'm just gonna tell you though that coffee maker after a, like a week or so of using it my coffee before was like lukewarm (laughs) like i have been drinking cold coffee for i don't even know how long this coffee maker makes a piping hot cup of coffee like you can actually change the temperature like you can have you can just make it hot like there's but like you press a button to say what temperature so i have it on hot and it is it's hot i'm excited (laughs) so really that should be my pixie dust for a couple of weeks i should be able to say my new coffee maker it should be because it's yeah so that's but you had one for today didn't you not really no i don't i i don't have pixie dust for myself but um you convinced me that i should uh say that (laughs) i had a bit of an incident this week and so i'm gonna share the pixie dust that a little chipmunk in my backyard had because (laughs) i was out in the backyard and um oh my gosh it made me laugh sorry pulling weeds as per usual because i've got lots of weeds in my backyard and i heard like a bird flutter away and i just assumed i because i have cats and i had let my cats out and they're usually very good they they kind of just sleep a lot and they might sniff around and they fall asleep underneath the hosta but it's kind of early in the season so they get into a little bit of trouble and I wasn't really thinking about it so I wasn't paying attention to where they were and so I saw the bird fly away and I was like oh one of the cats probably scared him because it was kind of a like a really like the bird was like escaping Mm -hmm. then I saw my cat Figaro run towards the house and there was something in his mouth and I assumed it was a bird (laughs) because I just saw the other bird fly away so so he ran towards his and so what happens my back door has um like it doesn't latch properly so if it's not closed completely the cats can uh can open it up and so my other cat Minnie she kind of sits there usually at the door and it takes her like 30 minutes to decide if she wants to go in or out okay so 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 that the story sort of makes sense is that Minnie was and again the door opened so Minnie's kind of got the door propped and she's deciding if she wants to come in and out and Figaro grabbed the chipmunk and ran into my house. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. So I pretty much like thought, so the door's closed, the door closed, and I didn't know what to do. 
So and now there's a chipmunk in your house. There's a chipmunk in Figaro in my house. I think I've got three cats outside, two cats inside, one of them Figaro with a chipmunk in his mouth. And or I don't I don't know where Minnie is. She probably ran away because she, like I said, she couldn't decide if she was in or out. Um, so I ran to the front of the house um, because I was going to go in like a... I don't even know what I was going to do. I was running to get help because I didn't want like, I didn't know what to do. Anyways, by the time I got to my backyard, Figaro and the chipmunk were back at my back door because it's a big a glass door. Yeah. Door, it's all glass. Figaro and the chipmunk were at the back door clawing to get out. So the chipmunk was clawing to get out. Both of them. So and like the this, cat. So picture this like glass side door. Side? Pretty much. So there's a glass door and this all happens. Like it doesn't take very long. So I'm assuming like, again, like I ran around to the front of, house, front of the house. I was thinking about going in there, ran around to the back again. And Figaro was, Figaro and the chipmunk were like pretty much pressed against the glass. Like, let me <laughs> so uh we opened the door the chipmunk ran away and then poor figaro for like hours was howling in the house like howling because oh you're kidding cause he, he like because does Cause he lost this chipmunk they had been taunting him like he looks at the front window at them and like they taunt him so he was howling because i think he oh. just was so excited about his experience so, so <laughs> that, i think that poor the, little chipmunk the chipmunk's pixie dust was that he survived and really maybe it's not so much pixie dust i think it just says that my figaro does not know what to do like he had his chance <laughs> maybe he he like he, the fur like the chipmunk fur didn't taste very good and he spit him i don't know why i don't know why i don't like i wasn't in the house it all happened within not very, like, probably less than a minute. Um, oh, my gosh, Carrie. The, <laughs> it's still funny when you first told me the story. I just had visions of this chipmunk in your house thinking, where me am too. I going? And then <laughs> you poor, but then he let him go. Like, well, Figaro must have let so him go. They, yeah, and he probably got loose, and then they both ran to the back, like, they ran to the back door. Good on the chipmunk for, like, actually running back to the back Trying door to get, yeah and then and then he got loose and then i wonder if he'll taunt him again at the window well there's lots of chipmunks and in our front in our front lawn our front of our house in our uh, one of our beds up against the house like there's a whole chipmunk city underneath there there's a chi <laughs> there's a there's a chipmunk there's tunnels and everything like so there's a lot of them um so that's got to be frustrating for the cat well yeah well yeah but they don't he had his chance there's, there's no there's no need they they can <laughs> we ha, we ha, like haven't been letting the cats out a lot in the backyard um but we used to let them out a lot in the like we would go out and hang out in the back and let them run around and sleep under hostas and whatever um so when we used to do that regularly there was never any chipmunks in the backyard but because the last couple of years we haven't been letting them out as much because you really have to be out there you have so, to be with them yeah so when we're out when, whenever I'd be out in the backyard I would bring the cats out and I might you know garden or just lounge or swim in the pool or whatever and I would I would be back there and I just keep an eye on them just to make sure they're not getting into any trouble but then I haven't been doing that so they haven't been going out at all so since there's been no cats hanging out back there there's bunnies back there there's lots of chipmunks back there the birds come in the yard and but <laughs> when they get a free-for-all because they the think cats it's a free-for-all so but but seriously when the cats were out there a lot like they, they didn't 
Like I never saw chipmunks ever. Uh, lots of squirrels, not in the backyard. They just steered clear because they know that there's cats back there. Like right. they're smart enough to know that they just, that's, that's off, off limits. But because there hasn't been, like we always have bunnies in the spring. And but even back then we had bunnies in the spring, but the minute the cats came out for the summer, then the bunnies were long gone. Like they packed their bags, or they're out of there. They're out. Um, so I would expect that when the when the when this the chipmunk was running through the backyard free, he was probably screaming to his chipmunk friends, <laughs> "Pack your bags! <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> Pack your bags!" So I would think if we let them out, like if the cats continue to go out this summer, if I decide that that's what I'm going to do, then I, there won't be there won't be chipmunks. You won't have it anymore. Yeah, they won't be there for long. So then. Yeah, the the chippies will just be a, a memory to figure out. He'll remember that that one time. Aww. So, anyways, well, that, that was so, that was good pixie dust. It's the chippy, the chipmunks pixie dust. Yeah. Well, and you because you didn't you didn't have to find the chipmunk inside oh your house, That's right? All, like, yeah. Can you imagine trying to find the chipmunk inside your house? Well, and even no. worse, if Figaro had had you know, yeah. Taking care of the chipmunk. These cats don't have it in, have it in them for real. No, no. apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and I was because at first I thought it was a bird, and I thought, oh my goodness, like a bird flying around the house would it probably be that harder to get bad. rid of a bird than a yeah. Then, or we'd have a pet bird all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a <laughs> I had sudden to go and buy a, a cage, and hopefully it would fly into the. Hopefully she'd fly into the cage, and and we could keep her as a pet. I suppose that's what would have yeah. had to happen. It would have. Knowing you, it would have. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. What about your pixie dust? Well, mine's not quite so, you know, exciting. <laughs> so mine would be uh, this week. You know, being at home, going out, and and washing your hands seven hundred times a day because of this this pandemic that we're in, and using the, um, you know, the the hand sanitizer and all that stuff. My hands were getting really like dry, especially when I would go out and go to the store. So, you know, using my little H2O packages that I brought home from Disney, the body lotion. So I started carrying one in my purse. So after I use my hand sanitizer, then I put on a little H2O body lotion and my hands are nice and soft. And then I smell a little bit like it reminds me of Disney. So for I had brought all those home, you know, when they used to give you the toiletries in the room, I may have. I may have a bunch in my, in my closet. Um, Do you have like, you might have to share some with me because I'm the one that likes to take home some of the toiletries. Like I don't like take, I don't like stockpile them, but I am like, I will take home whatever's in the room. Right. And I, I, um, now that they don't really do that in all of the resorts, we we run out. I know. But you know what I do? So I, I, I usually bring back the lotions and I'll bring them, I'll give them to people because I, I don't really use a lot of lotion. Like I save one, but that'll last me a long time. So I'll give them to people at work or whatever. Like if I know people love Disney, I might like leave a little Disney oh, thing so with them. Nice. But for me, it's the shampoo. Oh, so that shampoo like, is so I, good. I leave the shampoo in the like one shampoo and one conditioner in my shower at all times. And but I you use, don't it, use only, it No, I do. Okay, hear me out. So I keep the shampoo <laughs> and the conditioner in the in the shower at all times, but I only use it when I need it. So when you, you know run those, out. No, 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 no. When you've that. run out of the other stuff. Nope, nope. When I need, when I need it. So I might be having a day where, like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to get moving. Yeah. 
I use a Disney shampoo. Because then because you the smell Disney's the Disney. Th- then it smells like Disney. Aww. So I like I'll just smell it and I'll wash my hair and condition my hair and and it's kind of it changes my perspective of the Your day. Mood. So it's it's sort of like my uh, yeah my backup. Isn't that funny? Yeah. See, you know you're a Disney addict when. Yeah. Right. When you smelling the shampoo makes you makes your mm-hmm. day better. Well, I have those oils that you buy at Disney Springs that you put in your diffuser, and that's when I'm having a bad day. I put those in, and it smells like Bay Lake Tower. I need some of that. Me. I think I think we we need to buy some next time because I think we were last time, but then we got sidetracked. Yeah. Need to buy some. Yeah. Well, I have some extra here. So when we're allowed to see each other. Maybe I'll order a diffuser online and then that'll be, (laughs) that can be my pixie dust. I probably have an extra one. You can, yeah, you can order a diffuser and then I have the the oils when we can see each other or I'll mail them to you. Well, that's the thing. I might not get those oils till next year. Yeah. No, we'll be there before then. Don't you find like you're getting, like that's, we're at the point where you just think of what you would, you know. Maybe I'll go over to Fran's house with a bunt cake. Oh, I can't. <laughs> okay, maybe I should. I should. Oh, I'll, I'll save these for the next time. These diffuser oils for when I see Carrie next time. I now, know. It's getting to the point where you're like, honestly. I know, but so, I'm hopeful soon that they're going to open it up so that we can see more than, like, they're going to expand our circle of interactions, yeah. right? So that would be nice if they expand our circle of interactions, then we can see each other. Outside yeah. of video chats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Carrie, this has been a lot of fun as always. And I'm very thankful that you joined me on the podcast. So thank you. You're welcome. And well, till next time, I guess. See you later. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Please take a minute now to to make sure that you're subscribed so that you get a new episode every Wednesday in your favorite podcast player. If you enjoyed the episode, I hope that you'll share it with your friends, your family, share it online, share it with anybody that you think might enjoy the content. And until next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.